0: full-court press. There is no stopping this team! The eggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead! He's got it! It's the full-court press with Eric Franson and R.J. Selvage. I'd hate
1: to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general of a team. Y'all getting paid millions to
0: act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 106.9 FM 1390 AM The Fan
2: What's going on everybody Eric France and AJ
1: Salvison here on the Full Court Press how you doing did I'm good live the weekend we did we, we made it Okay but I gotta ask you Why do you hate it so badly in here? I never said I hated it yep, badly Eric, in here Yeah Eric you didn't say you liked it I just said why do I have to stare directly <laughs> Although now that you're standing there I can't see whatever okay, behind you. Okay so head. now it doesn't even so matter So now I'm seeing So now it's mute It's mute at this point Do you want me to put the Joker over there? I'll put the Joker behind me I'll Actually, do it you should
2: probably switch those back Because now I can't see Michael Jordan you're
1: Like you're obstructing Michael oh, Jordan Oh now you're not happy with it? Now you're not happy? That's funny. Eric, it looks... You know, okay, so for our wonderful listeners... I appreciate you trying to spruce things up no, in here. No, you don't. Make it more sports You don't. You're upset. You're upset. Wait, what is that? What is what? It's like a Tupperware full of, like, oh. graham crackers? Or what is that? You know, Eric, it's this kind of condescending crap that really just makes me angry with you every I'm day. I'm surrounded by creepy-looking bobbleheads. I'm, in a great mood, bobble I'm having a great day, and you're just you're upset because I've decorated the office. Hey, okay, do you know what Do you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a photo of what our office looks like and I'm going to text every single one of our listeners who text in to say hi. I'm going to text a photo to them. No, you're going to text all of our listeners. Yes. So all, all five of you will get a text from my No, there's more than five listeners. There's more than five listeners. Text in and say hi, and then I will text through back with a photo of what our place looks like. And you can tell me whether you like it or hate it. How are you going to do that? This is kind of like there's multiple angles here. Uh crap. Good point. I'll take the vest. It's it's like when you're taking a picture of yourself, you take only one angle that makes it look like really cool. That's what I'll do. You'll have to teach me how to do that cuz I do not know how to take yeah, a picture of me. That's for looks dang sure. Really cool. Okay, so that Tupperware full of graham crackers, okay, is really Boston Red Sox pitcher mound dirt. Oh. Yes, Jackson Webb who we had on our show uh, text uh, uh I stopped by the Webb's house yesterday, and he gave me a uh, thing of dirt from the pitcher's mound of Fenway Park with a baseball from the Boston Red Sox. Wow, that's cool. But no, no. Oh, now it's cool. Yeah, because it doesn't look well, like Now I know that it's dirt. It looks like are crushed you kidding up me? Crackers.
2: It's crap like, like this, you left Eric. your
1: your afternoon snack in here. Afternoon my Gosh, you just called Fenway dirt afternoon snack. Well, that's what I thought it was. Uh, could you be more condescending to me or to the sports world today? I don't know what your deal is. You, I, I switched Michael Jordan for you. Oh, I can't see it anymore. Can you switch it back? I got a photo of the Joker. You don't like it. Like, what, that, that has nothing to do with the rest of the decor in here. I have a decor, I, I have a sweet jersey behind you with a really cool hat, but oh no. Wrong baseball tee. That's not even real, Aj. That's not game worn. <laughs> I didn't say anything
2: about the jersey. I should
1: have played base softball in that slid, and then brought it back here and said, "Hey, look at this game worn jersey by Derek <laughs> Jeter." Got a little bit of dirt on it. 0945. Send it. Okay. You know what? I'm going to. I'm going to send some photos to people about what this place looks like. Nine three one five. Aj loves an afternoon snack and something about high also. Uh, yes. Hi. And yes, I do love afternoon snacks. More specifically, the moon pies. Oh, those are so good. Uh, we'll have to find out if you get another moon pie.
2: Okay, you can if you
1: win, pick six. I will absolutely- I'll get you multiple moon you pies. You know who won. If you Just win again. Tell me right now who won. Since you already insulted me about four different times. My decoration ability. The graham crackers that aren't graham crackers. that's not Cinnamon Toast Crunch either thought it was about funnel cakes last... Oh, man, funnel cakes oh, are good. Oh, funnel cakes. I need to have a funnel... It's a Box County Fair this weekend. Rodeo, going to get me some. I will have an interview live with the Bull. I'm excited to get that. Ask the Bull what it's thinking. Make sure you get the right end of the Bull this time. <laughs> <laughs> You're so bad. Just immature. It just never stops with you, man. It never stops with you. Uh, welcome to the Full Court Press, uh, 435-339-0321 to text into our Gil Mortgage Text Line, 435-339-0321 to text into our Gil Mortgage Text Line. Love to hear from our listeners. How was your weekend? How did it go? Did you go to the scrimmage? Did you like it? Hate it? Love it? What did you like? What did you not like? What are your concerns about the final scrimmage as we get now get ready for Washington State? We'd love to hear from you guys. Again, Four three five three three nine zero three two one And anybody who texts in... I will send you a photo of what our office looks like currently. And it's going to get more. Uh, I've got a few more jerseys I'm bringing in. And Eric's going to hate them, but that's cool. Whatever you want to do, hate away. Hey, Later. look,
2: I've got my own little cubby guy over oh here. Oh, my gosh. So he's going to yeah, keep me happy. I didn't. <sighs> and I got, I've got, i got the runner with the different logos over the years. So and when it gets bad, I can just turn
1: around. Ooh, 5465. This is a great question. What would be the coolest sports memorabilia item that you could have? Like the Red Sox Moundert. Dirt. Okay, so the reason why I came up with decorating our office is because I'm obsessed with watching the Dan Patrick Show. I love listening to it on our station, but I love watching it too. Because you see his... The man cave. Oh, man. There's there's stuff all around you. And by the way, I've got five more jerseys coming in. So we're going to. There will not be an empty square. No, on the, the walls no, in here. No, because a when you're done like it. you took your grandpa's carpet and you threw it on our wall. So that's not good. Um, we need like we need to read. And we had a rolling. Okay, I just want everybody to know that before I decorated this place, there was a Rolling Stones poster hanging up on the wall, and that was it. And now I've added on a little bit. And Eric's angry at yeah, And You've about totally
2: it. discarded the stones. You've disrespected the stones. Oh, my. Look, they disrespected They're themselves up with their the music. They but disrespected themselves with their music, Eric. A 5465, five, though. Really good question. What would be the coolest sports memorabilia item that you could
1: have? Eric, have you not been listening for the last two minutes? Well, so I think that for me. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm. From
2: my perspective. Oh, okay, cool. I, I think that, um, gosh, maybe a. a, a a piece of uh, the Boston Celtics floor. The parquet floor. Um, okay. Like a, a chair from oh. from a, a baseball arena where somebody hit an
1: historic home run and it hit that chair. I almost bought me because when the Utah Jazz were reconstructing the Vivint Smart Home Arena, they were selling chairs for like 300 bucks. but as an employee, I got a discount and... When I went and I had plenty of time to go get me one and I never registered and I could have got me a chair from the old Vibesport Home Arena. That would have been cool. See, when I was a, I was a teenager, there was a short time
2: there where our family had uh, season tickets. We didn't go to every game. We split it with some other people, but we couldn't afford to do that. But it would have been cool to get those seats because I was sitting in that chair when Michael Jordan hit the shot.
1: Oh, see, over that would Russell,
2: cool. And uh, that would be... Even though I mean, it would be cooler obviously if the Jazz won the championship and I was there and saw it in person but um
1: still that would have been kind of fun. So I've got a long ways to decorate here. I still like I said I, I still got five more jerseys coming in that we're going to hang up because this I mean again it just doesn't look right. So we're going to deck and you know oh yeah give me yeah look at you. Oh great. We're going to ruin the studio. That's cool. Uh, Jay. good for you. Nine three one five. It's a Jersey idea because of a bandwagon fan. No, I've got a Patriots jersey. I've got a Bucks jersey. I've got a Giants jersey. I have. Uh, I just. Uh, I just ordered in a Stockton to Malone jersey to put up here. You know, most overrated point guard with the greatest power forward. I've never heard of a Stockton to Malone jersey. Okay, I said Stockton and Malone, and you've heard of Stockton to Malone. Stockton and Malone. Oh, sorry. I just didn't know if it was on the same jersey. Oh my gosh, I'm going to slap. Okay, you know what? Maybe I'll cut him in half and I'll just sew it together. You know it would be interesting to know if anyone in Utah had the last name of Malone
2: named a son, named her one of their sons Stockton.
1: No. That'd be that'd be disrespectful. That'd be cool. Stockton Malone. Dude, you get made fun of so much? You get made fun of by all the kids. You better be a good basketball player if you're going to do that. Well, you're still going to get a lot of crap like, "Hey, I bet you were really good until you made the playoffs. I bet you've never won a ring before, huh? Yeah. You're going to get that kind of crap, man. You're like one of the all-time greats dropped into one. Well, okay, you're one of, of the all-time no, greats in one. One of the all-time greats, okay. The other one, it uh, depends who you ask. Hey, so uh, as you mentioned, you alluded to, we're
2: going to res- uh, get the results of our pick six contest from the weekend. Recap some of the things that happened this past weekend. It covered uh, Utah State scrimmage, the NFL, Major League Baseball. Uh, next hour, we'll get into a lot of what we heard from after the scrimmage on Saturday and our observations of what we saw. Uh, and then I got some uh, interviews today after practice. So, um, it, it. But I really want to know, if you were there on Saturday, what were your observations? And will they match... My observations, Ajay's observations. What were your takeaways from the USU scrimmage on Saturday? 435 on the Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, also, it was a really busy day in high school football. And uh, I, Ajay, I, Here you I, we are. may need to
1: readjust no, our, you, our standings from Region 11. You need to readjust some of your thinking. You said game of the night, without question, is going to be all eyes on Rich Stansberry. Stansbury. <laughs> And all of a sudden, 31-point thirty-one point, defi- wow. or 31 point yeah. lead later, it's like, okay, let's go back that and off. watch watch the Bear River game, or let's turn around and go see how scab you can finish this off. No, but you bring up a great point. Like, Logan beating Juan Diego by 29 points, whatever it was, putting 50 on him, a 50-burger. Like, come on. No one saw that. No one saw Ridgeline winning by 29 points. Nobody saw... And I got to be honest. I thought Mountain Crest would compete better with Wasatch. I was shocked to watch a second half decimation of what I saw. That quarterback had one incompletion that came in the third quarter. He was phenomenal. Eric, it was seven to three a half. It was fifty-one to three when we closed the game. Yeah, it looked like Mountain Crest was going to have a fighting chance in the game. Me too. I was excited about that second half. Oh my word! And then how about Skyview gritting it out for a win? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Don't forget, we'll have our bread and butter play of the game. We'll call for it at 5.15. With that bread and butter, are we allowed to announce this yet or no? The extra that's going to go with it or no? Sure, yeah. Okay, so with that, we, of course, the uh, Rocky Mountain kickoff is this Friday. 6.15, Logan and Stansbury in a really good one. I'm excited about this one. Uh, Logan's already on a hot streak. Stansbury just got um, taken behind a woodshed. Be a good one on 6.15 on Friday night at Maverick Stadium. Now, we have four tickets along with some bread. Free bread Old Grist to give away. 5.15, you'll need to call in when we call for it. The bread and butter play of the game. I'm excited. Right, if you were listening
2: to Hurricane John Newbold and uh, Rex Davis at the conclusion of the game, Friday night for Skyview, or if later you went back to Cache Valley Daily and rewatched the game, then they would have called out what the and identified what the bread and butter play of the game was. So mm. you need to correctly identify what that was coming up in about an hour here on the full court press. But Ajay, um, for uh, for me, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember correctly, I had Ridgeline one, Skyview two.
1: I was I was there with you. And then I believe I had Green Canyon three and Logan Four. And I think I had Logan Four, Green Canyon. Now, you had Logan lower. You had Mountain Crest four. I did. That's right. You had Mountain that's Crest. That's right. I had Mountain Crest higher. Yes. I don't remember who you had as your three. Did you have Green Canyon? No, as your I think three? I. Ha- I might no. I had Green Canyon as three. I think it's that bottom three that we had different. Top three were the same. Bottom three were different. Oh, that's right. Um, this Logan team. Oh my God. They're dude, looking wh- great, dude. What a clinic on on Friday. Bart Bowen and this offense is just cruising. And people aren't giving enough credit to what their defense is doing. I, I, and it's how they're doing it. It's one thing to be able to shut down a team that can score points. It's another thing to do it on just. I mean, they're setting a blitz factory. They're setting the kitchen sink on half their packages, and you know what's coming, and they still can't freaking execute on the offensive side of the ball because the backers are getting there. They're teeing off on the quarterback, and and, and there's no run game for any team so far. I know it's just two weeks in, but there's been no run game for the opponent. I mean, this is how good. That Logan defense is playing right now. And speaking now. of run game, that's the that's been
2: their bread and butter. I mean yeah. that that running offense for Logan has just been outstanding.
1: How phenomenal! And and speaking of run game and, and not putting it together, you got to feel for Bear River. You're up fourteen uh, nothing, and then, um, who was it? Who did they play again? Clearfield. Clearfield. Sorry. Scores twenty seven unanswered points. Like I mean, and and it's just long. I mean, there's it's long. Surgical drives and this quarterback's just picking you apart. Uh, that was frustrating for, for me to watch Bear River not being able to. They had a couple of, you know, third and longs and they converted them, did uh, Clearfield. Uh, and I know uh, Mountain Crest also had Wasatch in a third. They had them like in a second and 20. And they throw a simple flat route for like five yards and it goes for 56 in a touchdown. It's just stuff like that that kills any momentum that you had. It took it out of Bear River. It killed Mountain Crest. I think that was towards... If I remember right, towards the end of the first half or to me, early in the second half, excuse me. Um, But yeah, I'm impressed with Logan. That's a surprise to the Region 11 without question, far and away. Uh, The thing with Bear River, though, I I really liked how they started.
2: They were making some big plays. Yeah. Uh, They made some good uh, big defensive plays as well. Yes, they kind of let it get away from them in the second half, but they're making strides. Like week one... They didn't look like they belonged on the field. Yeah, Morgan was just clean. Whatever they wanted to do. Um, so they've made some really good adjustments, and so they're in the game. Um, and so the only team that just seems to be really struggling here with some consistency is Mountain Crest. Um, two weeks in a row where they get blown out. They had a good first half, kind of similar to the Bear River situation, but fifty-one points. Uh, forty was it forty-four in the second half. That's that's hard. That's yeah. really tough. So I know it's a new coach. Hopefully that they
1: start to get some things. Figured and he out kind there. of admitted that too when he talked yeah. to us on our show. He said, "Look, it's not going to be just all roses as soon as we step on the field. There's going to be some bumps and bruises. There's going to be a learning curve. So just be patient. And again, you're right. First year, like let's let them build that up. So, but you got to give credit to Washington. Boy, they looked really, really, really good, and we're in a complete control from the second half kickoff all the way through. Yeah."
2: They really did. Um, Green Canyon. We haven't really talked much about them, but there's another team that oh just my keeps gosh. finding a way. Yeah, they're making big plays. Uh, there was a late field
1: goal that that missed, forty-two out, missed it. Just and uh, he just missed it too. Uh, I mean, that's a big win. Park City's a good a football win. team, and I hope people are saying Will our best players out with the blown knee. And I know he's going to be. I think he's committed to Utah State. But I mean, let's not make excuses. You still got to go win a football game, and it takes more than just one guy to do that, unless you're. Mason Fulton, and Skyview. Uh, but what Green Canyon has been able to do in the way, like you said, finding ways to win, grinding out wins. I, I thought that was an impressive win for Green Canyon over Park City. Very, very impressed with Green Canyon so far.
2: Yeah, uh, the, their offense and their defense really coming up big, especially the, their defense uh, in key moments, uh, in, in helping them able to, to get wins. And Skyview, you mentioned it, uh, Bonneville, um, not a – not a team to be overpowered. you know Ridgeline took care of business uh, last week, but Bonneville made it tough against Skyview. but again, Skyview takes care of another team ranked higher than them or at least in a higher classification. Uh, and so uh, we, we've got there's a couple of teams here that are undefeated so far. Skyview, Green Canyon, Ridgeline, uh, and uh, Logan, all undefeated to this point. and uh, all of very interesting tests coming into this week. Uh, and uh, as we, we mentioned this, this is kind of a a really odd week with games. We've got three teams that are in Idaho. Uh, one, two teams with earlier than normal start times, <laughs> and uh, with the Mountain Crest Box Shelter games, the only game that's quote unquote normal uh, for a, a Friday night around here. Uh, Skyviews up in uh, taking on Rigby. Yep. Uh, Green Canyon is up in uh, Rexburg. They're they're facing Skyline, which is, if I'm not mistaken, that's in the Idaho Falls area? It is. Uh, so they're facing Skyline, but that game is at Madison High School. That'll be Friday night. And uh, Ridgeline will be facing uh, Stansbury, and that'll be on Merlin Olsen Field up at USU. Kickoff's at 6.15. Uh, there's an early start time for the Ridgeline game as they host Snow Canyon. That's at 5, so they can get back home that night at a, Still a semi-reasonable yeah. hour. Um, and so there's a lot of weird times. And then Bear River plays on a Saturday. They're actually going to play Madison at Madison. That'll be Saturday night at 8, so a light game for the Bears.
1: Interested to see Snow Canyon-Ridgeline game. Snow Canyon, 20-7 to winners over Morgan just last Friday. Again, a potent offense when they want to be, but what Ridgeline did and the way they undressed to Hensbury in that game I mean, whatever they wanted to get, they scored 22 points in the second quarter and another 14 in the third. They allowed only seven in those two quarters combined. I mean, that is impressive. Uh, Caden Cox, four touchdowns, all of which were over 20 yards. Uh, two to Jackson Olson. Jackson Hollingsworth scores on a special teams touchdown. Uh, They do it on every facet of the field. Every facet of the game, Ridgeline dominates. It's so impressive the clinic they're putting on. Uh, A huge statement win for the Ridgeline Riverhawks. They're not surprised. I think everybody outside of that school is like, wow. Huh. That's cool. Yeah, after what
2: Stansbury did to Mountain Crest. Oh my gosh. Man, this is going to be the game of the week, and it...
1: Ridgeline just rolled. Away. Ends up being an, yeah, just an absolute bloodshed. Uh, so
2: Stansbury will be back in Cache Valley on Friday <laughs> to take on Logan. Um, again, my prediction was not close to being accurate, but I think this week, game will be better. But I think this week, yes. if there's a game not to miss, yeah, it's the uh, Logan
1: and Stansbury, Stansbury game. No, I'm with on you on Merlin that Olson one. Field. Yeah, I'm absolutely with you. By the way, in and and what Logan has done, obviously, you've already talked about it. I. <laughs> They What they do offensively is really, really good, but what they've done defensively is just a bit impressive. They scored, what, 28 points in the second quarter. Uh, Cody Kirk throws for six touchdown passes and two two-point conversions. Gage Jensen and Jalen Hoth, they each caught a pair of scores. Uh, unreal, just unreal the clinic they put on. I am looking forward to seeing that game live at, at uh, Maverick Stadium on, on Friday night. So a, a big week for high school football uh,
2: coming up this coming week, and uh, we'll we have this five o'clock start time, a six fifteen start time, a couple of seven o'clock start times on Friday, and then an eight o'clock start time on Saturday. We'll have all those games on our family radio stations here at the Cache Valley Media Group, and uh, there will I will tell you right now there are some games up in Idaho that uh, certain. Restrictions will not allow us to video stream Which those games. Which are really
1: dumb restrictions. I I mean, it is. I, I'm not going to go off because then I'll just rant forever. So I'm not going to say anything. But hey, you can still listen on the radio. Yes. John Newble and those guys are still going to be there giving you every bit of the coverage. Well, and they we do a phenomenal job. the Skyview game we haven't
2: got total confirmation yet. We're hoping to still have that one video streamed. Okay. But the Green Canyon and Bear River games will not be video
1: streamed. Okay. Well, that's all right. You know, so. we still got uh, Craig Hislop. Johnny, you, and then... uh Unless something shakes between now and then, which it's not out please of don't. possibility. possibility. Don't, Eric, be positive. Okay, just be positive for all of us here.
2: Uh, one last uh, reminder, speaking of high school football, coming up at 5.15, we'll call for the Skyview bread and butter play of the game from Old Grist If you remember what it was, call us at uh, 435-752-1069 at 5.15 p.m. And if you get it right, four loaves of bread and four tickets... To go see some football on Friday night. We'll talk about. Uh, Hold on. I'm going to take a photo
1: on. of a corner of, of this area of the room and I'm going to send it out to everybody who has said hi. And then they are going to get a photo of what this place looks like. And then give me your suggestions. What can I do to decorate it better to make Eric happy? Because Eric's not happy right now. He's I am angry. happy. No, you're not. You're not happy. When I was like, hey, what does it look like? And you just gave like this look of, oh, well, well, could be better. You got graham crackers over there. <laughs> you called that graham crackers, well, man. I think that's what it looked like. Crushed Oh up my gosh. You called that graham crackers. That's why I like call him Babe Ruth a lady. Baby Ruth. Yeah. Someone's. Some that angle, of some, I don't know what that some is. Some lady signed it. Baby Ruthie? That is disrespectful. <laughs> and that's what you just done to the Boston Red Sox.
2: Uh, before we take a quick timeout, uh, 2787, good question. Who does Westside and Preston play? Thanks oh. for the reminder that we should include them. Uh, Preston is hosting Shelley, and uh, that's their their second game. They had a nice, really close, low-scoring game, but they won. They beat Lakeland. Uh, so they, uh, they host Shelley on Friday, and then Westside is hosting Firth. And not to be left out, Boxelder. Uh, they're going to be, as we mentioned already, they're going to be at Mountain Crest. Uh, Bear Lake is hosting Big Piney. <coughs> lad's going to be at Lyman, I don't know what Wyoming. Big Piney's mascot is. And uh, Rich, <laughs> they lost in their opener, but they're going to be at Gunnison Valley. So that's a roundtable of what's going on locally with high school football. You can see all the scores on com and our high school football scoreboard. Quick timeout here in the full court press. Uh, more uh, to come back. When we'll, again, we'd we'll like to get your reactions to the scrimmage on Saturday for Utah State football. Uh, we had some more preseason uh, NFL football, some Major League Baseball that was going on. Oh,
1: baseball's been crazy
2: lately. So a lot oh, more to recap coming up Cubs on are the horrible. football press.
3: Oh, I know. <laughs> The American Veterans Traveling Tribute Memorial Wall runs from Thursday, August 26th through Sunday the 29th from 9 a.m. until 9 p.m. at Elkridge Park in North Logan. This memorial honors those who sacrificed their lives for our American way of life and mirrors the Vietnam Memorial in Washington, D.C. Special events will be held each night at Elkridge Park, including music and fireworks on Friday evening. The Vietnam Memorial Wall, August 26th through the 29th at Elkridge Park. This event is brought to you by Saitiva, the Cache Valley Veterans Association and American Heroes Motorcycle Association, with proceeds going to the Dan Gillenskog Veterans Resource Center.
1: Saturday, September 11th is the National Day of Service and Remembrance, a chance to help others and tribute to those killed and injured
4: on September 11th, 2001. To mark the day, everyone is invited to help clean
5: headstones and memorials throughout our local cemeteries. We need volunteers from families, individuals, churches, and the community. This project is suitable for all ages. Saturday, September 11th, beginning at 9 a.m. Go to justserve.org, enter your zip code, and search for National Day of Service and Remembrance.
6: It's time to plan your fall home improvement project. You've had ideas on how to spruce up your outdoor space, and nothing is better than a smooth surface to party on. Castalite in Logan has pavers you can install yourself. But if you're not sure how to do it, their in-house professionals can teach you how to do it right. With Castalite, you can turn your outdoor living space into the
3: entertainment capital of the neighborhood. For brick, block, rock paver and tile, go where the pros go. Online at Castalight.com. Essie Needham Jewelers has been helping couples celebrate their anniversaries for more than a century. When you present her a piece of diamond jewelry in an Essie Needham box, it says you're committed to taking care of her forever. We absolutely stand behind our jewelry, our prices, and our service. We always have and always will. This anniversary, give the gift of diamond jewelry. A diamond from Essie Needham Jewelers says that you plan on being there for the rest of her life, just like we will be. Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block,
5: at the sign of the clock.
0: Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it looks like you're flipping off the photo. <laughs> what? I'm not flipping anybody off. Well, it looks like it. I said I didn't say it was. Oh, man, see, this picture doesn't really do it justice. 2590, talking about
2: redecorating the studios in here. Yeah. Ajay's been bringing in a lot of his personal stuff.
1: And you are so ungrateful. You're so angry. I'm not angry. Are you jealous because I have it? Or are you you like, I went and ordered a couple jerseys, bring them in, and you're like, "Uh, Why does it look like this?
2: Two five nine zero talking about uh, uh, there was a question about what would be the coolest sports memorabilia? Yes. that you could have. And two five nine zero texted in a picture of a signed Walter Payton. I'm assuming
1: that's a card. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. that okay. Looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, Daddy needs that. Um, if you could just give that up and bring it to the studio. We'll give you a Daryl Green bobblehead doll in replace of that. That sounds like a fair trade. Yes, it is. Dude, that thing looks sweet. Very cool. Yeah, that is awesome. I that is that is fr-
2: that is pretty cool. <laughs> Nine three one five. Eric's going to get rich at a pawn shop. <laughs> yeah. What what time are you done in here, Ajay? You you'll be leaving it uh just after the show's over, right? Yeah, why? I I might I mean needing to stick around for just a little while longer. Wait, why? Oh, just to take care of some stuff. Wait, what is going
1: on? What is going on?
2: Uh, and if I'm a little late
1: tomorrow morning,
2: you know, just don't worry about
1: it. I don't know what you're talking about. See, this one, you just look like you're absolutely depressed about life. <laughs> I should have brought the Joker photo over there. That would have been cooler. Uh, Eric. You could probably put the Joker photo depressed. over a couple of
2: the seasons of uh, Utah State football.
1: Do you want me to put it next to Brent Guy? <laughs> uh, it was... <laughs> it was bad <laughs> no really <laughs> all right everybody who said hi you're getting photos here in about five seconds you are going to be so grateful america okay so uh your reactions to
2: the scrimmage on on uh on saturday we'll get into more of this uh, coming up next hour because we'll hear from the head coach we'll hear from some of the players I uh, had a chance to visit with some additional players uh, today after practice. But Ajay um my initial reaction was that there were some there were some fun plays, there were ex- some exciting plays. But I'm um, I don't know, it just it doesn't feel like the offense is quite there yet. Like we don't th- there's no quarterback that's standing out. Uh, above the others, there's no running back that's standing out above the others.
1: Yeah. Uh, how much do you say? Well, our offense looked bad or, versus our defense looked really, really good. How, like, where do you? How do you categorize that? I
2: think it's a little bit of both. Like, I, I saw some great individual plays and great uh, team, I, I guess, schemes from from the defense. So I was pleased with what I saw defensively. And I think there are some really some some real good playmakers on the defensive side of the ball for USU. The the defense is ahead of the offense right now. I I think it's easy easy for me to say that. They didn't have any takeaways like they did in the first scrimmage. Yeah. But I thought they did a lot better job in their coverages and in their pressures and bottling up the run game. Um but as, if your defense is standing up like that, then there are times that your offense isn't really executing either. Nobody had a sustained drive on on Saturday.
1: Yeah, I guess that is true, huh? Yeah, no, that'd be true. And what's up with the underthrown balls? I can we not throw it? Yeah, I mean you're throwing it 25 yards, but he's he's two yards deeper than that. Why? I didn't see anybody that could really drive it. No. And, and I think, well, Peasley, no, Peasley, uh, Bonner had one where he had his guy wide open on a seam route right down the far sideline and overthrew him by like five yards. So maybe working on touch throws, right? Like being able to throw a ball with some touch on it to put it right in his bread basket. Yeah, I'm a little worried there. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, running backs, I am nowhere near confident. Like, I love the question. I'm so glad you asked about the running backs to Coach Anderson, and we'll play the audio in the second hour. I'm so glad you asked about it because I think his answer was so good. Yeah, uh, right now we just have a bunch of guys who are just guys. I mean, he didn't say that, but at the same time, he's like, "Uh, it's a running back by committee. That's telling you there's not one guy who stood out to me who says, that is my guy. That is my... second or third down back where I gotta have it one way or another and he's going to get me in. I'm surprised Noah hasn't stuck out more. I thought Noah would be, you know, a little bit more just stand out from everybody else and it just hasn't shown up in this fall. At least not from the scrimmages we've seen. There, there are times
2: where a running back makes a great play, has a good move, gets some separation, starts getting down the field. But... He doesn't come back and do that again. Like Devontae Henry Cole had some bursts. Calvin Tyler uh, had some bursts. Then um, there, Gentry had a couple. Uh, just, but there's nobody that was really consistent.
1: And that's kind of what did has we me see? Scratching one, my head. Did we see one big gain, like a ten-plus yard gain from a running back? Um I think we did. Maybe we did. I know we had there were some big
2: run plays, but those were mostly because of Peasley yeah. on a broken play. Peasley had a huge one. Um, he had one on the the a red zone drill and he just ran it in from twenty yards out. But and from the running backs not
1: well, the fact that we have to think long and hard about it, Audrey, Yeah, is it's not a great good. sign. No. Hey and so another thing. I want to ask you this. I'll give you my answer first. But what's the most concerning thing out of either quarterback that you've seen? And for me, it's Peasley still holding on to the ball too long. Still holding on to the ball too long. Like if you have a pot, you know, in Division One college football, your window is about mm, two to three seconds, if that. If you're lucky. Usually, the the pocket in between you collapses quicker than that, especially against quality football teams, Boise State, BYU. Washington State, actually, might even be on that list as well. Air Force could be a machine. You've got to get rid of the ball. You've got to be able to look at your reads and know, hey, look, if I can look off this guy right here and use it as a decoy over here, he's going to be open, but I've got to put it on the money. i got to put it right on time. i got to put it there early. And <laughs> unfortunately, I just... He's holding on to the ball too long, and and that scares me. Now, he's able to do some things with his legs, which is nice. I mean, he's able to kind of get out of trouble with his legs. He's not going to get away with that forever, not against every team. Right. There are situations
2: where, at least in the scrimmages, looking like Peasley gives you an option to, to extend a play and at least get you some extra yards if he can't drive the ball downfield. He can, he can do it with his legs and scramble and, and get you some yards and, and keep a drive going. Bonner can do that to some degree, but he's going to try to give you as much as he can with his arm yes. to make it happen. It's not that he can't scramble, because there
1: were a couple times where he did. No, but there's as a quarterback, you've got to understand something. Throwing a ball to a wide receiver is going to get you more yards and a better chance to get you downfield than it is if you're a quarterback. You running Um, unless you're Michael Vick in his prime, Steve Young in his prime, it is better for you to throw the ball to a receiver and give the receiver a chance to make a play than it is you trying to make a play by yourself. Well, to some degree. But in college football, there are a lot of scrambling quarterbacks.
2: Yeah, but you have to be able to scramble for at least some yards. There are no true pocket passers in, in football anymore. Not in college
1: football. You okay? So wait, but are you saying that there's still it is still a viable option for a quarterback bill to scramble and get his own yards that way as an
2: RPO run pass option? If you can't, if the pass isn't there, then you run. See, you, I, you read what the defense is giving you, and if it's clear you're going to pick up four easy yards, you take them.
1: How often does an RPO actually work though?
2: Uh, there's a lot of factors at play there. How good is your offensive line and protection?
1: And ours isn't and that you, great. Do you have a running back that can pick up a blitz? We Well, I don't know if they can pick up a blitz or not. I about said no, and then I had to listen to the rest of your question. Um, I like what Bonner does. Just sit in the pocket, let me find a receiver, and get the ball to him. Now we just need Bonner to get the ball to him. Yes. Kyle Van Leeuwen made the quarterback look like an All-American twice. <laughs> on two fantastic well, catches, and one of those was from Cooper Lega. Oh you know, yeah, let's not forget about
2: Cooper. I, he's making it a three-man race. I don't think it's a three-man race. I think Cooper's too far down. I think there's a battle for the. Well, I think there's a battle for the starter, and whoever isn't the starter will be the backup. But Cooper's not that far behind.
1: Really? That'd be nice.
2: Look, his arm, his throws have looked as good as anybody's.
1: That's not but, saying a whole lot because nobody's really looked. But that neither good, huh? one
2: of them, I, I haven't seen either one of them be able to drive the ball. Yeah, yeah. like put it on the money downfield with gusto. Yes, because there were some deep throws. I'm not yes. saying that there weren't deep throws, but the wide receiver had to pull up, adjust, slow his run, and that gave time for uh,
1: someone in the secondary to make an adjustment and make a tough play on it. Nine three one five Eric Texton. is the QB race still a neck and neck for the starter and is Coop number two? Yes, and then no. That's my answer. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think we just answered that. I think that
2: whomever is is named. And I, I think it's probably leaning more towards Logan Bonner. Me too. And then Peasley will be the number two.
1: Peasley's whoever and, isn't and, and, the starter is, of those two guys is going to be the backup. And nobody can feel bad for Peasley, because Eric, he's had his chances, right? He's had his opportunities, and he's being given a chance here, and he just can't. Get over the hump. He's putting in the work. I mean, he's trying. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I did Give say he credit. wasn't. Yeah, he's 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 putting everything forth. It's just there's things that come back to bite him, and it's been an issue. But
2: if there's a situation where you need that option as run a, as a as a quarterback as an additional runner, man, I'd have Peasley in there. If your offense is stalling and you just need somebody that can give you a chance to keep extending the play, keep extending the drive, I'm inclined to put Peasley in there.
1: Uh, what's the word on QB? This comes from 2603, Eric. What's the word on QB Calvin? I was impressed with him when he was a true frosh, but seems as though he's disappeared. Yeah, he's he's buried. <laughs> he's but, just not going to get out I'm surprised he hasn't transferred by now. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, th- this is a coaching staff that's trying to figure out their
2: starter. Yeah, they don't know who it is. Yeah, and they're and they don't even know who their backup is yet. No, but it's there's they're running three guys at it. They're getting they're taking the best guys and trying to figure out who it's going to be. The guys that they feel like give them the best chance. So that's Bonner, Peasley, and Lagat
1: probably in that order. Wow. Uh, okay, wait, sorry. You said Bonner, Peasley, Legault, right? Okay, yes. I thought I heard Legault and then Peasley, and I thought, wow, that's good. Uh, did it... I don't... I just haven't seen enough from Peasley to give me any confidence that he can start. I just... Unfortunately, I haven't. I'd like to say that Peasley's improved on... And he has improved on a couple of things, but again, holding the ball too long... Aaron on some throws when guys are wide open, and let's be, let's make sure we give a fair shake here. Some of these receivers got to catch the doggone ball, Eric. Yeah, I that's mean they're true. hitting him in the day. Di- like Peasley puts one around the money, and the guy just, who was it? It might have been Bowling. Hit him right in the hands, and he fell, and he dropped it. Just catch the ball. It's there's it May- nothing more frustrating for a QB on a third and five. You throw it for seven on an in route, and he drops it because he's hearing footsteps or because his hands aren't set right or, or whatever. Catch the ball. Uh 9315, could
2: USC run a play where they use a quarterback as a running back with the option to throw? I would say no. Uh, could they? Sure they could. Will they? Uh I mean there there was a trick play in the uh in the scrimmage on Saturday. Um, but uh, yeah, if it's something like I don't know, I mean, there, every now and then you'll see something like that happen. Throw a, a quarterback in there at a wide receiver slot. Yeah. And um, I just they're like not going to do that, that with way, Peasley.
1: Who are they going to put in like like Cooper Legault And if he take one, Eric, you know you want to. There you go. There you go. That's your pick six gift for me if I lose. I don't think it works that way. Oh, I'm not taking two. One's good enough. No, they wouldn't put Cooper Lega in there. I They'd put you. Peasley
2: in there because he's got Gosh. speed. Yes. Yes. He's got good foot speed. Yeah.
1: Um. But to say, uh, I don't know. You can't get creative when people can't execute, though. You can't put out trick plays if they can't execute a simple, hey, you're going to run a five-yard hitch route. stop here, catch the ball, and get out of bounds. Or, hey, you're going to run a uh, up-and-go, Okay. No, come here, stop, hesitate, sell it, go. And then I need your quarterback to put it on the money. And they can't even run that properly, Eric. Hey, but how about Derek Wright and his hurdle? Oh, my word. <laughs> that was unreal. So I'm sitting on the defensive sideline, and I hear a defender. I don't know who it was, but he goes, oh, bleep, that was nice. Some, and some of the defenders look back like, dude, shut up, man. It's the other side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. I happen to
2: be sitting near the Van Leeuwen brothers. That was a trip. How was that? That was fun. How good was it to see them there,
1: Zach, Travis? They—they they were going nuts because Kyle had himself a day, dude. He's phenomenal. He <coughs> what? And I said I tweeted this out. What TIOC Mariner was in 2019 for Jordan Love, Kyle Van Leeuwen might well be for either quarterback in 2021. Just the hey, I need to get bailed out. Where are you, Kyle? Give me and yes. get you the ball. Right. That's what it's gonna be. And he took some hits too. He runs great routes. Oh. Sure hands, good body control. He he's got the hands of his brother uh of Travis and he's got the and he's got the toughness of Zach. Zach was a tough son of a gun. He took some major hits. Got right back up. Travis had great hands and good IQ. He doesn't quite have Travis's size. No, not even close. That's not even remotely close. No. Even standing next to him we were doing our press conference I was like Huh. Not that tall, even with cleats. I could play Division I football. I have a chance.
2: (laughs) All right. We have had a few more texts coming through. We'll get to those after this quick timeout here on the Full Court Press.
3: School is out and summer's here. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent at Alpine Home Medical. We
2: offer you the best quality products as well as excellent customer service. Whether you're in one of our 10 retail stores or shopping online, we'll provide you with the best experience possible. From CPAPs to compression stockings to portable oxygen concentrators, wheelchairs,
3: and scooters, you won't find a better selection anywhere. Visit us online at alpinehomemedical.com.
7: We bring wellness.
5: This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. We love the family place and we want to give back to the community. Through August 28th, we will donate a portion of our sales to the family place of Cache Valley. Stop in and check out the new load of Whirlpool scratch and dent appliances we have in stock. Get these top-of-the-line appliances with our exclusive two-year extended warranty. That's at Daryl's, where service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road. See
3: Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson.
0: If you want to hit a home run or score a touchdown when it comes to your vehicle's maintenance, get your oil changed at Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan. This is Dustin with Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Preventative maintenance is huge in your game plan to keep your vehicle on the road. Not only do we change your oil, but we can also provide other services like recharging your air conditioning. Stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695, North Main in Logan, across from Angie's.
3: Western Extermination is your simple solution for lawn care and pest control. Your yard is meant to be enjoyed without bugs like ants and wasps, mosquitoes, and spiders, plus rodents that chew up your lawn and garden. Western Extermination offers fertilization to keep your lawn green and healthy and to keep weeds away. Rodents, dairy flies, and mosquitoes cause a problem when trying to enjoy the outdoors. You can count on Western Extermination to exterminate the problem. Ask about military and advance pay discounts, residential and commercial properties, curb-to-curb services. Western Extermination has you covered. 512-0014. That's 512 1-4 for
0: Western extermination. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com.
1: You know, here you are like, oh, I been my pick a donut, and then half of it's still in your mouth as we're going back to from break. Hey, it's not a donut. Before we go any further, it's um. a sput-nut. I- I want to congratulate uh, Steve Klauke, Eric. Him, or He is the uh, uh, vo- radio voice for the Salt Lake Bees. Uh, 30 years ago, he says, today that I started on the air in Salt Lake City on the old KINS 570. He says, thank you, Utah. Steve's one of the great legendary voices in the state of Utah. He will be in the Utah Hall of Fame broadcasting team uh, when his career is said and done. With, before it's even said and done, he'll be in there. Uh, one of the most recognizable voices. He's uh, he does Weaver K- State basketball and football, and one of the most professional men I've ever had a chance to work with. I worked with him for three years as his executive producer for Salt Lake Bees. Um, it, it, baseball would not be the same without Steve Clauke, and I want to congratulate him publicly here on the radio. Thirty years for him. Uh, and uh, he's still going strong, and I just it's a joy to talk to him on our show, and I've had a chance to listen to him a couple times on his call, and he's great. That's great. It's a great milestone for Steve. It's awesome.
2: Uh, came here from Chicago. Yep. If I'm not yep. mistaken.
1: Yep. he's And, dude, he had to wait. You guys want to talk about being patient, forgetting what you want. He had to wait forever to get that call up to the majors to call his first game. I think it was in 16 when he got that call. Yeah, because I was, I was going to produce one of the games, and he called me. Said Nate. Or I say he. We talked after the night after a late night game, and he said, "Hey, I won't be here tomorrow, or I, mean, I won't be here this day." And I said, oh, "Okay, what you got going on?" He goes, "I've been called to. The, I've been called up, and like his voice started to crack because he'd never been called up before. He cried when he called his wife. I mean, it was awesome. And then when he came back, like, and with all due respect to the radio crew right now for the Angels, when he came back, dude, he got raving reviews from Angels fans everywhere, everywhere." And so when it came up again and he had to go to Baltimore, they called him. They said it wasn't even a hesitation, like, Steve, get over here. You're coming to Baltimore and you're calling the game. And he's, yeah, I couldn't have been so happy for that guy. He's, uh, hopefully when uh, the Oakland A's do come here and they're the Salt Lake A's, Steve will uh, get his <laughs> chance there. Uh, I think they may be heading more to
2: Las Vegas. I guess uh, the update on that is that the, the franchise is actually working on parallel uh, proposals for a new facility, new stadium in Oakland to stay in Oakland, but also looking at a proposal in Las Vegas. So they're running them concurrently to see which way things turn out, if they can stay in Oakland, if that government there and the business community there is going to try to figure something out to keep them. Uh, But if not, then they won't be that much more delayed in trying to find a new location if they decide to go to
1: Las Vegas instead. Okay. Well, either way, uh, congrats to Steve. Happy for him. Uh, we got a couple of texts in nine three one zero. Is this se- is this a season where there's a game where the uh, where the one QB has a pad half, so we have to put in the other QB? I hope not. I hope not. I hope it just not. Creates confusion and controversy. Well, like, if he's having a bad game, and like if it's a blowout and he's getting just blasted by everybody, take him out. Yeah, not worth it. But let's. I mean. If things aren't going well, stick with him. Give him that confidence. At the end of the day, the coach has to go with who's going to give him the best chance to win. Two five nine zero. He says, "Yeah, you guys need to sport that space up. I, <laughs> I'm working on it. Tell Eric to approve of it, and uh, I'm okay.
2: I like that. Sport that space up.
1: All right, uh, AJ. We've got
2: to figure out who won our pick six. Okay, just tell me who won so because you is, already know. Uh, we're going to find out together. This is what we find out. We're not finding out. What together. happened? You
1: already know. Over the weekend, oh my gosh! I on hate Thursday, I'm we not, tried to project. I'm
2: not even playing anymore. And we uh, talk about six different things. there. we call it our pick six. Uh, the first, so you went first, actually. So Zach Wilson passing yards, you set the line at 185 and a half. Uh, he had 128. I took the under. You took the over. So I got that one. Dodgers over the Mets on Saturday. Uh, you said Dodgers by two and a half. Uh, they won by one. I took the under, you took the over. It's another one for me. You've already checked out. You're so despondent over there. Uh, Shohei Otani, would he have a home run? Would he hit a home run on Sunday, yes or no? He did not. There were no runs scored for the Angels on Sunday. We both said yes, so we both got that wrong. Uh, Texans at the Cowboys combined turnovers. Set the line at three and a half. There were actually four, and they were all on the Dallas side. Um, I took the over, you took the under. Uh, Peasley Passing Yards was at the line at 150 and a half at the scrimmage. He only had 38. I took the over, you took the under. So you got that right. And then finally, uh, Real Salt Lake over the Colorado Rapids, uh, Colorado Rapids by a goal and a half. Uh, actually, it was Colorado winning 2-1. to one. We both took the under. On that, so Aj, you got two correct. Uh, I got four. There was a tiebreaker; doesn't really matter, but you did win that. And that was Logan Bonner touchdowns at uh, one and a half, and he actually threw two, and you took the over on that. So, so a little slice of consolation. Aj, you t- you totally checked out. Aj, are you okay over there? Did anybody come give you a good slap <laughs> to make you come too? I'm sorry, your your streak of un uh, of not losing has come to an end. a stupid game. <laughs> you had like what three or four in a row of not losing.
1: That's pretty good for you. You know when I I knew I was screwed is when we had freaking Silverstein on. The writer... Silverstein. Hey, did he write that poem book? What's that? Silverstein poem book? I remember that. Anyways, we had him on, and he said, yeah, he doesn't have a lot of talent around him, talking about Zach. Uh, There's not a lot of talent on the offensive line, and there's no talent around him on the wide receiver area. And I was like, in my mind, I wasn't even looking at the answer. I was just thinking, well, fetch. I took the over on this guy. I just, I hate this game. (laughs)
2: Look, you, you have an equal chances I do Shut every up, week. No, I don't.
3: You can set the line to no, whatever don't. you
1: want. Why do we play that game? I told you we can't play it anymore. It's a 50-50 game. It's not a 50-50 game. I, I have three things. I you used have to get screwed things. over by you and intern Cody actually doing that stupid game. You guys used to purposely hose me on it. Never. I have never colluded with anybody. Don't even want to be here.
2: Uh, week two of the NFL preseason will conclude tonight
1: with uh, with, who is it again, dude? It's preseason. Nobody cares. It's a uh, Jaguars and Saints. Oh yeah, Lawrence versus Hill. Two of the futures of the league. <laughs> who do you? <laughs> I mean, Taysom Hill. Okay, are your favorite. Okay, <laughs> hey, uh, we need. BYU fans to check themselves before they wreck themselves.
2: Yeah, good luck with that.
1: Okay, they are thrilled that Zach Wilson played so well against four stringers. They they think he's winning the MVP this year. I just <laughs> want to get that out there. So gross. Hey, coming up next hour, we'll hear more from the
2: scrimmage, uh, post-scrimmage audio from Coach Blake Anderson. We'll hear from Hale Matuapuaka. Yes, good job. Uh, Kyle Van Leeuwen. Uh, I got a chance today to speak to John Gentry and Hunter Reynolds. So we'll hear from them. And uh, so a lot of Aggie talk next hour. Before we do that, though, we'll hear from Dan Patrick above the noise. And it's brought to you by Napa Auto Parts, your locally owned Napa Auto Parts, from Preston to Providence, five Cache Valley locations. Whether you work on your own car or somebody else's, uh, or if somebody else works on your car, be sure to use quality Napa Auto Parts. And in August, they've got a special $20 mail-in rebate on any NAPA battery. Chevron uh, Chevron Dilo diesel motor oil for $12 a gallon. And uh, they've got heavy-duty engine oil for $10.39 uh, a gallon. A lot of different things available at NAPA Auto Parts. And they
6: sponsor Above the Noise with Dan Patrick. Who's doing <laughs> I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Congrats to Miguel Cabrera, the Tigers slugger, became the 28th player in baseball history to hit 500 home runs. It's a remarkable milestone, even if it doesn't mean the same as it used to. 500 was once a number only the elite sluggers reached. Some of the greatest hitters of all time didn't even get there. Lou Gehrig fell just short. Joe DiMaggio wasn't even close. But the list has grown a lot in recent years. Unfortunately, it's been marred by the steroid era. Cabrera is an incredible hitter. He's right. Right there with the all-time greats. We just don't value home runs like we used to. Not just because of the PEDs and today's analytics-driven games, the long ball is more common than ever. But Cabrera isn't just about the home runs. The 38-year-old is also approaching 3000 hits. He won a triple crown and two MVPs. So even if we don't go nuts over 500 home runs, we'll eventually celebrate Miguel Cabrera when he goes into the Baseball Hall of Fame. I'm Dan Patrick and this is Above the Noise. You want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. According to the 2021 Nielsen Report, over 99% of places in the United States that take credit cards take the Discover card. So get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. There's one brand that pro athletes like Ricky Fowler and Carson Palmer depend on to help them recover and stay on top of their games. Level Select CBD sports creams and roll-ons. You don't have to be a pro athlete to experience the fast acting and noticeable relief of Level Select CBD. Go to LevelSelectCBD.com now. Use the promo code DAN40 for 40% off your entire order. That's right, 40%. That's LevelSelectCBD.com. Promo code DAN40. Not available in Idaho.
3: Whether you work on your own car or somebody else does, be sure to always use reliable Napa Auto Parts. Find these specials at your five locally-owned Cash Valley Napa Auto Parts locations. $20 mail-in rebate on any Napa battery. Chevron Delo diesel motor oil, $12 a gallon. Napa 15W40, $1039 a gallon. Napa diesel exhaust fluid on sale, $899 for the 2.5-gallon size. From Preston to Providence, get your Napa know-how.
7: Ascent Aesthetics is quickly becoming the choice of those looking for Botox, fillers, skincare, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical grade facials, and more. Doctors Blotter, Benyon, and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat have assembled an incredible staff that want to meet and help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. At Ascent Aesthetics, it's always education first. Visit Ascent Aesthetics in their new Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Go to ascentaesthetics.com. That's ascentaesthetics.com for more details.
0: Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, and online at 106.9thefan.com.
3: Here's what you need to know. Inclement weather pushing the PGA Tours final round of the Northern Trust into today. And we are about to start a two-man playoff, a sudden death on 18 in Jersey City, New Jersey. And it's Tony Finau and John Rahm about to tee off on 18 again. They are both at 20 under overall as they get ready. For the playoff full. Meanwhile, the San Diego Padres, as they continue to deteriorate down the standings, they're looking for a fall guy and they found one, and so they're going to get rid of pitching coach Larry Rothschild. Ben Fritz is going to take over for him. Travis Shaw belts a grand slam in the bottom of the 11th inning to guide the Red Sox over the Rangers 8 to 4. Also, we have some NFL. Preseason action tonight, starting up at 8 p.m. Eastern. It's Jaguars and Saints. Trevor Lawrence and Gardner Minshew are about uh, to get 20 to 25 snaps each. I'm Brian Fenley. It's the full court press.
8: There is no stopping this team.
0: The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Salveson. I'd hate
1: to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manager, a team.
0: Y'all getting paid
3: millions to act like...
0: The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
2: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson, A.J. Salveson with you here on the Full Court Press. Happy Monday to you. Start of a new week. I know that's kind of an act... Those two words don't go together, happy Monday, but they can hear because we've got a lot of cool stuff to get through. We want to get to what the coach and players had to say about the scrimmage on Saturday on Merlin Olsen Field. Got a chance to uh, visit with Blake Anderson, some of the players on Saturday. I had a chance to get up to practice uh, this morning, earlier this morning, and talk to a few more players. So we'll hear their reactions to what they saw in in scrimmages and how fall camp generally is going What more do they need to work on before the season opener at Washington State?
1: Hey, we got a a few texts in. Uh, The Kiel's Mortgage text line is open for everybody to be a part of. 435-339-0321-5308. You could say the same thing to USU fans about Jordan Love. All that we were, you know, hyping up Jordan Love. No, because the way BYU fans hype up, what's his bucket? Zach Wilson, Utah State fans maybe hyped up Jordan Love. Remember when they did the Heisman campaign? He played like crap. Well, we were talking about how they're overreacting to one
2: game against a bunch of Fort in the Spingers. preseason.
1: But I, uh, Eric, as we were hyping up Jordan Love, like, oh man, he went twelve of twenty-two. He had like four really bad drives. Uh, eight zero zero three. Let them wreck themselves. Aj, I love that six eight six zero. I think Aj needs some cheese and crackers to go with his wine. No, look. When I'm a gracious loser, except when I get hosed. Really? Yes. Yes. I I am willing to hug you, kiss you on the cheek, and tell you great game, give you a pat on the butt. But when I'm getting hosed, or when a player decides to cost me pick six, that's when I get pissed. That's when things are going south. But you had full control over what you were... What you were going to say, yes or no, no up no, or down? I felt like Zach Wilton could have played better, and he didn't. And he cost me a pick-six win. What? What are you going to say? What did he throw? 128 yards. That's pathetic. Oh, you thought he was going to go 185? Yeah. It's Zach Wilton. According to BYU fans, he's the future end of okay, Again, year.
2: you have control over the lines that you set.
1: It's getting sick of screwed over, that's all. All right. Uh, Who throws 185 in a preseason game? Good quarterbacks are our number two pick in the draft. <laughs> 9315. Why does Ajay care so much about a former or current BYU player is the question. That's a good question. Okay, you might have got me there.
6: You, wishing, might have you me were there.
1: wishing Taysom Hill a happy birthday earlier. Yes, I was. You betcha. He's my, you know. He's the best quarterback in the league. In your mind. No, I didn't say that, Eric. I said he's the most impactful offensive player in the league. There's a difference. (laughs) Get it straight. Right. The the backup quarterback. Okay, so here is Adilio Churio. If you missed us in hour one, welcome to the show. I have decorated our studio really nicely. Yes. Eric is upset because he doesn't like it. I never said that. Eric, when you walked in, I said, oh, you're like, oh, wow. I'm like, what? Do you like it? And then you didn't even say anything. You just looked at the ground. I was soaking it in. No, you were not. Bull crap. You were looking at the ground like, yeah, this looks like crap. Why did you do all this? Why would you go through all this effort to put a studio together like this? It's KLCX, not sports fan. Well, maybe it's because there used to be more...
2: Uh, Cubs things in here, and now they've there been overwhelmed. There was never any Cubs things in here until now. Yes, there were. We what had Cubs things in here for like a couple, of
1: several months, like six, eight months, and they're still there. Now they're overwhelmed. They're overwhelmed. Yes, by the Derek Jeter jersey, or by the Murderers Row hat, or by the awesome Utah State poster signature,
2: or or well, about the uh, the the Joker
1: who now, has nothing
2: to do with sports. Can stuff? we put
1: that next to the Cubs sign? Because I just feel like it would mesh better. The Cubs and the Joker sitting together, you know? They're like, do I really look like someone with a plan? Oh, that movie was mostly filmed in Chicago. Okay, so there we go. <laughs> there we go. Or or my Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant poster. So, my question to you, sports maniacs, um, if you had to pick one thing you could you could put in your office or your cubicle or in your room as sports memorabilia, what would it be? Give me some ideas. Now, unfortunately, Eric, and it's extremely unfortunate, I have nothing of Aggies. Not one thing in my office of Aggies. Zip. Zilch. (gasps) Wait, I got something.
2: I'll bring it tomorrow. I I should probably bring in. I've got a signed football with Bobby Wagner
1: and Robert Turbin. So so a running back that's no longer playing in the NFL and a linebacker who is second, uh, third best in the league behind Cal Van Noy and i'll think of somebody else but calvin <laughs> you want to just keep digging that grave
2: <laughs>
1: yeah i'll got, give you a bigger shovel okay so i'm going to bring some aggie stuff in here cuz i got well i got one aggie poster that's all i got i only got one aggie flag and i got it from a friend who's leaving anyways so but i've got some jerseys the wall of aggie schedule posters are not enough Oh, I'm sorry. We, do we not cover it's the just
2: You say we don't have any
1: Aggie stuff in here. I'm like, we got a whole wall full of that. Okay, look. That's all I'm saying. Nobody's going to look at Brank Guy and be like, man, that is very classic, prestigious stuff. No one's going to look at that and think it actually looks good. People, they walk in and they're like, okay, let's make fun of that dude. Now, we got, as you called it, grand crackers in Tupperware. That was very insulting, by the way, and I hope you like, apologize. You see a Tupperware thing over here, and I can't tell what's. So in it. you just assume it's You've graham got like crackers. a label on the other you side. You assume I it's graham crackers without even yes, asking because it's you. Instead of saying, "Hey, what's in the Tupperware?" You go, "What's in the Tupperware? Is that graham crackers? Why does it look like graham crackers?" It's like you're getting it ready for
2: like a uh, with you know, a baseball a on graham top. cracker
1: crust. Oh my gosh, a dude. Little... I'm gonna, I'm, I swear, I'm gonna rip this microphone apart. A little cheesecake on top. Wow. You need to apologize. Nine three one five. Maybe Eric Eric was telling up all the dollars. Don't you put food in Tupperware? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, okay, okay. No. You, <laughs> that's why I thought you brought your snack so you in. Thought, here. Oh my gosh. Yeah, put it right there. That's that's insulting. Let's see. Six eight six zero. I have a football signed by the entire ninety three Vegas Bowl champion Aggie football team. Oh that'd now be cool. that's cool.
2: That would be cool.
1: Now that's awesome. That's pretty
2: cool. Uh, hey! Don't forget, coming up at five fifteen, we're going to be calling for the Skyview High School uh, bread and butter play of the game, courtesy of the Old Grist Mill. If you were listening Friday night to when Hurricane John Newbold and Rex Davis called out the bread and butter play of the game, if you call in at five fifteen and you can correctly identify what it was, four loaves of bread to the Old Grist Mill.
1: But wait! There's more. You'll get some graham crackers in a Tupperware, supposedly. I'm
2: giving you a bonus. Oh, what, what, what do you say oh, Yes, I'm trying to toss I, you no, a softball I, I, here. I'm still kind of and angry at you for like, calling graham crackers. Because you're looking at the dirt.
1: Oh, let's see. That Keep
6: wasn't your so your eye hard. on the
2: ball.
1: By the way, I want to make sure that people know that wasn't graham crackers. That is dirt from Fenway Park from the pitcher's mound. So, eat that, Eric. All right, so not only do you get some free bread from the great old gristmill, you also get four tickets to this Friday night's game at Merlin Hilton Field of the Rocky Mountain kickoff between Logan and Stansberry kickoff at 6.15. We'll give them a four-pack with a four-pack. You get four loaves of old gristmill bread. You get four tickets to the game. Sauce me now. No, not now. In five minutes. Oh, five minutes. Sauce me in five minutes. And uh, we've got, you know, we we know what the play is. Again, you know, John Newbold announced it after the game. I'm excited about the Logan uh, Stansbury Friday night kickoff. We'll have D. Jones in studio on 430 on Wednesday to talk to him a little bit more about that. Um, I'm excited. Oh, hey, did, speaking, of, did you see that medallion right in front of you? Uh, some, look okay. at that. We get one of those this year, too. Wow. Look at that. That's cool. Yeah. Can you use
2: that to like as a coin? Yeah,
1: they flip it, yeah. That's what they use as the coin to flip it.
2: Oh, it's got all the team logos on there. Yes on the other side.
1: Yeah. So That's we'll get cool. one again. Nice. You probably thought it was Aren't like it? a fake medallion or something, didn't you? Was I thought plastic. it was like one of those participation trophies that you would you get a lot. Uh, eight zero zero three. If I could have one thing sports related that I don't know I have, I would have an Aggie helmet, the blue carbon fiber looking one, right next to my Tony Gwynn autographed baseball. Ooh, ooh, got a Tony Gwynn autographed baseball. That's some nice, nice memorabilia there. That is
2: sweet. That's good stuff. Hey, Ajay, on Saturday Utah State football held their final scrimmage for the public, and I gotta, I gotta be honest. And we talked about this last hour. I've got mixed reviews. I do too. From what I observed,
1: and I think Coach Anderson does too. We can say that pretty confidently.
2: In fact, let's hear from him. Give his uh, at least initial assessment of what we all saw on Saturday.
9: I thought they looked tired, which they are. It's been two two uh, weeks of grind. You can see some sluggish legs. We've got uh, we'll turn the corner here and start getting their legs back going into Washington State. But um, but in terms of offensively, sloppy uh, with snaps, sloppy with penalties, a couple drops. Good things we didn't turn the ball over like we did a week ago. So, you know, you got a chance to stay in games if you'll protect the ball. Defensively, I uh, thought they, they came out and, and played better early. Uh, didn't do a great job in a couple of situational uh areas that we played goal line was poor uh four minute we 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 need to uh, get them off the field we didn't do a great job there but finished up with a good two minute drive so I mean it's good and bad on both sides we're not ready to play yet we need time time, luckily we got a little bit more of it but man the days are going by quick so get back to work on uh, Monday and and see if we can we get better this week so he says that they're
2: looking a little sluggish that was one of the key observations I had is that I'm hearing, like, this is a team that wants to play with pace. We've seen pace. We know what it looks like. We know what to expect. And then I go to the scrimmage where they're going to un- unveil a lot of things. They'll do red zone stuff. I didn't see a lot of pace.
1: No, me neither. And I saw
2: a lot of huddle.
1: I saw a lot of breaks during the scrimmage, a lot of downtime. In fact, Coach Anderson talks about that here. He talks about the reason why they didn't have – because you asked him, Eric. You said, hey, you, know, you guys talked about pace, but there wasn't that consistency of pace. And so, and he says, "Why?
9: Well, it's hard to get pace when you don't have productive plays on first down. And I thought our probably, if you look, our first down efficiency was probably a little off. Some of the situations don't allow for it either. But and we've got some guys that are hurt. We had we had a couple guys out there that typically wouldn't probably be playing with uh, with the groups that they were with, and it it just kind of muddles it up. But all in all." You got to get some plays going and get some momentum going on first and second down to create the momentum and the tempo that you want, and that just wasn't something we did consistently today. Whether it be uh, mechanically up front, turning the guy loose, snaps on the ground, drop balls—you know—it you, you just it was re- it was pretty sloppy today. It, it was a struggle.
2: Huh. <laughs> the center exchange was uh, oh, dude. left a lot to be now, desired. Now,
1: now, granted, it's a third-string center, Wade Meecham, I believe, yeah. is, is snapping, so he's not your regular center. Thank goodness, by the way. Um, But, dude, you could just tell. And it's more than just snaps. We're talking about bad throws, under throws, over throws, receivers who are like white there, can't catch the ball, running backs not finding the hole quick enough, offense not filling holes or at least creating gaps. I mean, it was all over the place. And everybody's to blame for offensive miscues all day long. Right, it
2: wasn't, you know, you and I had talked that uh, one of the things I was going to be really watching was that offensive front. Yeah. Uh, how, how good would they be? And I don't know that we really had the full complement of, of guys doing their regular rotations, but, I mean, it, it was more than just, it's not just one unit that was just off a little bit. Like yeah. there was, they really struggled to get any kind of a, a good drive going, anybody, uh, whether, no matter where they started on the field. It just didn't seem like they could get momentum and pace and that it could flow from one play to the next. They'd have a few plays here and there and then it would stall. Yeah. And so this this
1: offense still has a ways to go. It has a long ways to go. Uh really quickly, five two four two. Why are you hating on B Wags? It's not hate. I love the guy. Former Aggie, a real dude. But Calvin Van my boy. I love I love KVN. Uh, eight zero zero three I thought offense looked sloppy defensively I thought they were better but still suspect. Mm. uh
2: continue to get your assessments of what you saw on Saturday love to get your thoughts, your reactions to the scrimmage on Saturday four three five three three nine zero three two one but we're gonna break from this for just a moment and call out for the bread and butter play of the game from Friday night Skyview versus uh, Bonneville Skyview at Bonneville. And uh, Hurricane John Newbolt and Rex Davis, after the game, identified what the bread and butter play of the game was going to be. And now we need you to call in and correctly identify what it was.
1: Four loaves of a gristmill bread and four tickets to the Rocky Mountain kickoff game one. Logan Stansberry on Friday night. You can call in right now on 106.9 The Fan.
4: Summer is cruising by way too fast. It's already back to school time. Soon you're going to start experiencing many special places and events that you won't forget, such as your first slide down Old Main Hill, attending Aggie football and basketball games, or a wild party at the Hal. and your first kiss on the Aggie Bowl. That might just lead to that extra special moment at Jerick's Fine Jewelry. Cash Valley's Engagement Ring Store, where it's all about the romance. Just look for the bright green cars at 930 North Main Street.
9: My name is John Brenchley. Last year, my father, Lynn, passed away. Our family misses him tremendously. From the first phone call we made to White Pine Funeral Services until he was laid to rest, White Pine helped us every step of the way. The staff was there to guide us through the entire process. They were kind, gracious, and their facilities are amazing. White Pine helped to make the difficult situation of losing my dad into a positive experience where we could remember him and celebrate his life.
6: White Pine Funeral Services.
5: This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt free with 47 years of industry experience. Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com.
6: The excitement for high school football ramps up this weekend with the return of the Rocky Mountain Kickoff. Two big games Friday night, August 27th. The first game kicks off at 6.15 and features Logan versus Stansbury. The late game is at 8.15 with 6A teams, Roy and Clearfield going head to head. One admission price gets you both games. Gates open at 5.30, the Rocky Mountain Kickoff. Two big games Friday night in the USU football stadium. Tickets are only $5 and on sale now at the USU ticket office.
3: This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. It's first and goal on the 10-yard line. Your team is poised to make the play of a lifetime. Your quarterback hands off to the running back who rushes right into a wall. Now the away team says they'll take the wall out of your way, but only after you hand them a suitcase full of cash. That's exactly how ransomware works. In 2020, half of all organizations were victims of a ransomware attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at LesOlson.com. Well... What shall we talk about?
0: You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show.
3: What now, Chris Paul? He can opt out. He could become a free agent. He could stay there. I'm not somebody who says you should give him 30-plus million for three years because the reality is he didn't play against the best of the best to get to the NBA Finals, and eventually the NBA Finals wore him down. That's just the reality of
0: it. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, ah. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The
6: Fan. Eric France
2: and Ajay Salveson here on The Fan. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Streaming online, 106.9thefan.com. You can also take us with you wherever you may be on the 106.9 The Fan mobile app. That's we also have uh, on our website streaming. We have our podcasts of our past shows. That's where you can also hear the past interviews that we've done. We uh, will segregate those out specifically. So if you just want to hear the interviews, you can do that as well. Uh, to Subscribe to our podcast wherever podcasts are found. Uh, congratulations to Neil Murray. He correctly identified the old gristmill, bread-and-butter play of the game from Friday night. Uh, Garrett Zollinger had a 68-yard touchdown strike to Davis Hall. This was in the second quarter, about two and a half minutes to go, and that put Skyview up 7-6. to Skyview got the win on the road at Bonneville. So congratulations to Neil Murray. He correctly identified. So make sure you listen to those games on Friday nights here on The Fan. And at the end of the game, Hurricane John Newbold and Rex Davis, they'll let you know. If you missed it during the game, they'll remind you at the end. And then uh, remember to uh, call in on Monday and get it right.
1: Get some bread. And we got some t- We got more tickets to give away, by the way, for you, the Rocky Mountain kickoff. We know we're close to being done there, so we'll keep giving those away. Uh, a couple of texts came in. 679, why isn't it Van Nooy your guy? Am I crazy? It seems like Bobby Wagner has had a better pro and maybe even college career. All right, college might be tough. Van Noy was a dog in college and yeah, BYU too. Pro? Yep. I get it. I get it. I do. I understand. Both yep. are Hall of Famers. Um, one will probably Super get Super him- bowls. Super Bowls, both of them got one. Appearances and championships. Yep. Uh Pro Bowls. Uh, uh Yeah. No,
2: but one's been a first teamer. Uh, one's been uh, you know, highest paid linebacker. One's had the uh, more tackles
1: than anybody else at linebacker Because nobody else can tackle at his position. Oh, on his was, team. That' what it is. Yeah, Van Noy is my guy, though. Um, I've always enjoyed watching him. Um, he's him and Taysom Hill, and I've enjoyed Zach watching Wilson, Wilson. And how, how not, many other BYU guys I'm not are a your huge, guys? I'm not a huge fan of Zach. I'm a huge fan of Taysom Hill. I love watching Van Noy, and he's played for the Patriots. Sue me. How many other BYU guys are uh, on your list there that are your guys? Okay. I love TJ Hawes. He was fun to watch. Aggie fans are getting very suspicious. Mister so. Fundamental, oh come on, stop it. What team? Hey, congrats to uh, no, don't talk. Uh, congrats to Tony Fee now, who by the way has just won. Or, oh, did he win the playoff? He did. Uh, he won the Northern Trust Golf Tournament. Uh, it's his first FedEx Cup playoff victory, second win of his career, and first in 143 starts. So gets a big one, nice. second PGA turn, uh, PGA uh, tournament win. Good for him. You know, if he could put a solid 18 together, and if he could put a solid three tournaments together, he could be in the top five, top three. It's just not enough consistency. Like, and That's it's just true. if it's one bad break, he falls apart. Great,
2: great golfer though. My gosh, uh, one five seven zero. If you were starting an NFL team, who would you choose? Jordan Ooh. Love or Zach Wilson?
1: Who are you taking?
2: Both have flaws, both have
1: strengths. Great
2: assets and strengths. Yeah.
1: Arm strength is is incredible from Love. Um accuracy is great from Zach Wilson.
2: Oh jeez. Probably
1: has a little bit more creativity. I'm taking Zach for that reason too. Yeah. I mean, I, and I love what Jordan Love does. I love how he can get out of the pocket and, and, and make a throw on the fly. But Zach Wilson, on the run, he did against the Packers, you know, scrambling to his right and then floating a ball up. And it was like, th- I don't know, 37 yards down the field, all air, and on a dime. Um, his accuracy on the run is just incredible. So I'm I'm probably taking Zach right now. Uh nine three one five. Uh What... Let's see. What was the best thing and the worst things in the offensive bag at the Saturday USU scrimmage that you that you guys saw? <sighs> best is probably the Derek Wright leap, a hurdle. For me, I, the best
2: was Kyle Van Leeuwen being a great target. Yeah. Just somebody that the ball can be thrown his direction and he'll find a way to get it.
1: Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, yeah, Kyle Van Leeuwen was great. The second for me is the defensive front. I loved out. what, again, I, and I thought Derek Wright was good too. And then, so, be, yeah, both of ours were receivers, of course. But I'm going to give mine to Derek Wright. Uh, worst thing we saw. Oh, man.
2: Uh, Worst thing for me was just uh, lack of consistency. I mean, I. I don't. Don't take this the wrong way, but I, I didn't. I wasn't really inspired watching the scrimmage, and just the way that it just the way that it was run. There were a lot of breaks. There was a lot of downtime. There were a lot of people that were leaving before the scrimmage was done. Yeah, there was. And I was like, yeah, <clears throat> I I can see why you're leaving.
1: There's a lot of downtime here. What? Uh, how long was that scrimmage total? Because it was over stayed, two hours. So they went about 120 plays. About two hours, huh? It was over two hours, and if it's and if it's i mean you're talking about pacing it's over two hours, that's not great yeah so
2: that's my good and my bad, yeah, aJ there's a few things that we we were talking about the running backs earlier, and we're trying to think did anybody have a good run? here are the uh the 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 largest or the longest runs by each guy Elian Noah had a twelve yard Game. That was his longest gain. He had thirty nine yards overall. John Gentry, thirty four yards overall, his longest was eleven yards. Devontae Henry Cole, thirty-four yards, his longest was fourteen. Calvin Tyler Jr. thirty yards, his longest was eleven. So no real I mean, the uh Devontae Henry Cole for fourteen, that was exciting. Yeah. There was a big play, and then it was followed up with his big run, and it was like a two-minute drill, and it looked like, oh, okay, they're going to have a, a sustained drive here. This is getting exciting, and they got to about the half half field, just a little past the 50-yard line, and it just stalled and stopped.
1: What did you think of the red zone?
2: There were some red zone plays that, that were fun yeah. and they were effective, uh, and then there were a couple times where it just, just kind of stalled out. I will say another positive for me was McGriff. Uh, he was targeted multiple times. So that he he pulled in some really good catches in traffic. Uh, he's he's such a big body and a great athlete. He's a great weapon for Utah State. And so I thought that was great to see him engaged and uh, really a, a good target and part of the offense.
1: Yeah, I would agree with you. Uh, 1570, I think Zach Wilton is more NFL ready right now, but I have a feeling that Love will be a better pro overall. That could absolutely make sense. Nine three one five, uh AJ makes me think he's a secret YBU fan. More and more listening to the full court press. I I love all football. I'm an all football kind of guy. I'm not prejudiced towards one person or another for their school affiliation. Nine three one five also says lots of really short runs equal great defense. Yes or no? Uh Yeah, look, you got to give credit to the defense. They played well. They were physical. They had a couple of picks, two picks, three picks. No picks. No picks. Sorry. There were no turnovers. I thought there was one there. There were there no
2: turnovers on Saturday. Uh, let's hear from Coach Anderson about the running back situation because, as we've detailed, there's no one guy separating himself or not even two guys that are really showing a, a dynamic style. And he's made it clear, Coach uh, offensive coordinator Coach uh, Tucker has made it clear this is going to be by committee. But uh, here's Coach Anderson about his running backs.
9: I, I would say we'll probably play a little bit more by committee there uh, just because of the amount of reps that we would like to get if we can move the ball, the amount of wear and tear it takes on a guy's body, and each one of them kind of has a little bit of a unique uh, skill set. I, I can see us playing a lot of guys at, at, at that position and even wide out to some degree for to keep guys fresh and keep their legs fresh. You know, o typically play, quarterback typically plays, but those other skill spots, I can see where we're going to have to play more than more than one body.
1: Is it a four-man rotation? Yeah, it's going to be. Rarely. I don't see anybody that stand out
2: that tells me otherwise. Makakona didn't didn't get to carry the rock. I don't know if it's he was dressed and healthy or not, but he didn't get any carries. Yeah. But
1: uh, everybody else did. Yeah. Um. Hey, there's one more guy I'm missing. I think offensively. i have to go I have to go look at naming it. I think there was a couple guys uh offensive that they're missing that they were dressed, but they didn't play a single snap. Not one snap that you would normally usually see on rotation. So I'm not sure what's going on there.
2: One of the guys that we've already mentioned multiple times who stood out and has had a really good fall camp is Kyle Van Leeuwen. Um he uh eighty one yards, three touchdowns. He had that one big one that went for 51 yards. He made a tremendous catch. Uh it was a throw from Bonner, I believe. It was well defended and the ball just zips right past the defender's helmet and Van Lewen has the body control to still bring it in and get into the end zone. I don't for know a how he caught that by the way. I have incredible. no
1: idea cuz he was blinded by that body for the ball. He, like he saw the ball at the last second and was still able to put his hands there. That was unreal. Uh coach Anderson very
2: high. On the third and the Val Lewin brothers who have spent time here at Utah State.
9: He can play. I mean, he, he did it all spring. Doesn't surprise me anymore. We've got several guys I think that can do that, and I, I think they're doing a really good job of feeding off each other. Quarterbacks have a tremendous amount of, of confidence in them, so I, he he did what I kind of expected him to do at this point.
8: I yeah, think he's going to be he's a good gonna target. Be that
1: guy. Yeah, I'm telling you, like, if it's a bailout third, medium, third, and long, and it's Oh, i got to get rid of the ball. Where is Kyle Van Leeuwen? That's what it's going to be. And, by the way, the guy can make really good plays. I was so impressed with him on Saturday. Um, Yeah, I'm really impressed
2: with Van Leeuwen. Uh, Like I said, McGriff liked seeing him engaged and making some good plays. Uh, Nine-Nye Davis, he was targeted multiple times. Had a, had a hard time bringing in some. Some of them were well defended. Some passes were underthrown in his direction. Not totally his fault. Uh, Brandon Bowling uh, did have a couple of big plays uh, and big catches, but there were also a few times where uh, he had a hard time bringing in some passes that were there for him to yeah, bring in. I'd agree. Um, and a guy that I almost didn't even know, I was beginning to question if he was even still on the team anymore, was Jordan Nathan. But he did get some action. He was had uh, he did have a big play. It was called back because of a penalty. That was unrelated to what he was doing, but he was still involved. And like, He's another steady Eddie who knows where to go, knows how to uh, be where he needs to be, but uh, hasn't really been targeted very much in this offense just yet. But switching from the offense, let's talk about the defense. Uh, we'll do that coming up on the other side of this break. Uh, Coach Anderson talking about that defensive backfield. Um, and uh, Hale Ma- uh, Matuapuaka. Had a good play, some good plays up front for that defense. We'll hear from them both. And uh, I also had a chance to catch up with Hunter Reynolds and uh, John Gentry today. We'll hear from them besides uh, those guys as well, getting their assessments of how fall camp has been going so far as Utah State gets ready for Washington State in less than a week and a half. That's all coming up next here on the Full Court Press.
3: In the Army National Guard,
7: family means everything. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. It helped me get my job, helped me pay for my house.
3: Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service.
4: Sponsored by the
3: Utah Army
4: National
1: Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station.
5: This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. We love the family place and we want to give back to the community. Through August 28th, we will donate a portion of our sales to the family place of Cache Valley. Stop in and check out the new load of Whirlpool scratch and dent appliances we have in stock. Get these top-of-the-line appliances with our exclusive two-year extended warranty. That's at Daryl's, where service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road. See
3: Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson.
5: It's the full court
0: press with Eric Frenson and AJ Selvason.
1: You know, when I was twenty, I was spry, I was springy, I was froggy. Now I wake up and it's like the nuts and the bolts haven't been um lubed. What? The I nuts haven't been, been, lube. been lubed. Yeah. If you want to call in and wish AJ happy no, lubed, you can do that too. Our our phone lines are dead.
0: Do not pull the plug on that.
2: Stay back. Oh, another oh, uh-huh. reach. Just pull it away. Oh, I
0: can't reach. Yeah. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 106.9thefan.com.
9: some you aren't some it's really super tight and and you know at some positions you can rotate and play a lot of guys there's several that you can't quarterbacks a spot that's just not something we're going to do we're going to make a decision based off all the information that we have and do the best we can and move forward and uh, I think that's always a challenge you have when you got a couple guys that are that have the ability to play at a high level
2: that's uh, coach Blake Anderson talking about making decisions on starters there's some positions that it's becoming clear while others there's still much to uh to determine and specifically the the quarterback position is not settled um and uh, getting to our text line 9315 didn't Boise have two or more running backs a few years ago and it worked for them or am i wrong so can not it work for USU yes you can have multiple running backs but um they didn't have more they didn't have four running backs that they are running through yeah not not
1: four. The thing
2: is that our concern is that Utah State has four, five running backs, but there's not really two or even three that are separating themselves. Like, these are guys that can give Utah State a lot of yards. Now, some of that, Ajay, get to another point here from four zero eight six. What worries me is the offensive line.
1: Yeah, I'm still Look, worried. If
2: you go not get a hole to run through, there's not... I don't care what kind of a runner you are. If you're trying to run run through a, a mass of arms and legs and bodies, you're not going to get
1: very far. Well, and it's the depth, Eric. We have no depth on that line. None, zero, zilch. And I and I think they're missing somebody else. Uh, Cause I didn't see Brock Lane out there. Isn't he offensive lineman, right, Brock Lane? Or am I wrong here?
2: Come on, Eric. The name doesn't ring a bell. Which doesn't mean it's not uh, true. Uh, now, see, so you got to go back through my list here. Well, um, well, there has been at least some help on the offensive line. Yeah, Brock Lane. With the Miguel
1: uh, brothers. He, uh, Yeah, Brock Lane. Sorry, he's so he, 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 he a part of the offensive line, but he's mainly a tight end. Uh, he's not on the list right now. Uh, he's not playing uh, due to an injury. So, I mean, it's, yeah, they need depth, man. They have none. Well, they did get a little bit of help for this last week when the McGaill brothers
2: signed. Yeah. And Coach Anderson did talk a little bit about them and how they're helping add to the depth and just uh, add more playmakers to the line of scrimmage. Yep.
9: Well, they bring some size for sure. It's two big humans, and we love having them. Uh, I'll, I'll just tell you that, uh, you know, I, clearly I think if you look back, they signed letters of intent with BYU past December and for whatever reason, there were some there were some issues with them starting with everybody else on time, and, and ultimately they were you know they were given the opportunity to step out of those NLIs, and we were happy to, to recruit them and pick them up. Uh, they've been great additions. They're both freshmen with great futures ahead of them, and it's fun to it's fun to see them just kind of get acclimated this first week. It was really good to see our guys how they responded to them coming in. They got I think really bright futures ahead of them, and who knows. Either one of them or both could step in and get involved in the two deep this year if they can pick things up mentally in a hurry, and I think they both have the capacity to do that.
1: I would agree.
2: Big bodies. Uh, I'll admit I did notice the one, and I have, you have to forgive me, I can't remember which one is on offense and which is on defense, but I did notice the one on defense. Um, and he was in there trying to make plays trying to mix it up. I think he provided some pressure. I don't think he got any he sack, though. accredited credited for anything, but um uh he did make some effort on the edge that uh looked really good. So for what it's worth. Uh and also speaking of the defense,
1: um that secondary.
2: Oh, so good. Looks like it has some depth. It's got some playmakers
1: back yeah, there. Yeah, it's a, it's t- and <laughs> I mean this in the most respectful way, Eric. It's totally opposite of the offensive line really experienced talent and really deep too like they've got uh, just talent there is no excuse Eric that they should be giving up on their end as defensive backfield 150 yards passing they should be able to contain they've got the talent they've got the depth they've got the experience shouldn't be a problem that's our most that should be our most comforting spot or at least area on this field.
2: Right, and they also have guys that they can run up in part of the uh, – not just um, – what I'm trying to say. They can bring them up. Play a hybrid role. Uh, right, um, and even on some uh, some run stops. Yes, and absolutely. even some
1: defensive pressures getting yes. after the quarterback. I love safety. We haven't done a good safety blitz since like we had John Terrell Rockmore. That was the last guy who actually felt confident in being able to do that. We right, haven't seen on a regular since. basis. Oh, my gosh, he was amazing. He was so good at that. They did bring Shaq Bond up on a couple of plays –
2: um, that he was pro- getting after the quarterback and providing some pressures there as well. So there's a lot of depth there in that Utah State secondary. And Here's Coach Anderson talking about that depth and experience.
9: We get more and more competitive now. We, we've got some guys out there that weren't out in the spring. I think the comfort level they have and what we're doing, it's good to have Cam back. He missed most of the spring. Um, I, I think every snap that those guys get together, in our system they just grow in confidence we have some depth there now as well which creates competition which i think is making them all better and you're seeing that with the first group the wind played with some balls today held some balls up that that you know i think we misjudged a couple that got away from us with the wind a couple that hung into the wind and you know the defense is right there so it, it doesn't leave a whole lot of room for error but I, i'm pleased with that group and we i feel like they're getting better every day
2: that's that's one of the real strengths of this year, oh Utah State yes football it team is this year
1: yep absolutely could not agree more. Uh, one of the other strengths is that defensive front. I, I think it's a strength. Yeah. Um, who has stood out to you on the defensive line? I know. Before we get to the audio, I got to ask you: Who is one of the guys? And I bet we're going to have the same answer. Defensive line wise, that you say that guy's going to be a playmaker for us. I don't know that we will have the same answer. Interesting. Um.
2: Because I—that's uh, a really good question. Because I like a lot of the guys that are up there. I think Phil, though, is probably one of those guys that uh, can be a guy that can wreak some real havoc. Uh, The transfer from Michigan, Phil Paella. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, Yeah.
2: And I think he's doing some real damage
1: up there. I like Halle, what he's been doing. See, Halle's my guy. And he's got good size, but I love, like, this is going to sound stupid and nerdy when I say this, but something that I learned from Hans Olsen is look at technique of alignment. If you can see the technique especially from the defensive side of the ball, you can tell how good they're going to be. And he's got and, and so I learned some of the technique ways from him like not, you know, I'm not like a nerd like he is, but just the way that he's able to get off the ball, he's able to kick off the snap, he's able to get his hands up immediately, swim move, um spin, just all that. I Holly's got it. I'm going to I'm I'm excited to see him against real competition come September 4th. Media got a chance to catch up with him after the
2: scrimmage, and here's uh, Halle with his assessment of how the scrimmage went on Saturday.
8: I feel like the scrimmage we did pretty good. Um, one thing that we went through, we went through a lot of adversity, but it was good to see how we, um, how we responded to all that adversity. There's a lot of stuff we got to um, clean up these next few weeks before we get to uh, uh, Washington State, but I think we'll be fine. It's good to see that we have a lot of tough, tough players on the team that will respond to adversity well.
5: It just seems like you guys are swarming to the ball better than you were last year at this time, Like I guess that'll not be fair. Cause it really wasn't fault. Last spring for sure. And,
1: well, I mean, just that than you have been the last couple of seasons in general.
6: What what do you
8: think has been the, the key to that? Development? Um, the effort is like one of the main things we emphasize every single day. Every single time we watch a film, we always see if everyone is running to the ball, and if we're not, we pay for it. You know, and that's the only way we can make a we can make a. Um, good solid defenses by running to the ball because at the end of the day luck follows effort and as long as we can get 11 hats to the ball we know we'll be good, we'll be
5: Ale, it looked like you and Marcus were running the ones with the defensive tackle. Do you think your guys' position you know, separated yourselves at all or is there just a lot of uh... A lot of guys still fighting
8: for the, the front job. Oh dang, we have a really talented front from the D tackles to the D ends. We're really loaded in depth. We got uh, me, Marcus, then uh, Phil, James and the young Buck Kessie is coming along really well as well. Uh, we got we got a lot, lot more guys and um, I feel like you never know. It's good that we have a good solid five and six um, in the interior D line because, um, you know, we can always stay fresh in the game. And Coach Al, Coach Devine, Coach Lappy been doing an excellent job um, getting us ready and running the defense how we need to run it. Do
2: you feel like that's moving along like you need it or do you still feel like you still got a ways to go before game one?
8: Um, I feel like we can always we can always get better and we do need a um, ways to go in terms of being consistent with our technique and with our um, physicality. We can do it. We do it most of the time, but we gotta make sure that we do it every play. We gotta make sure that we knock dudes back and create create disruption in the backfield so that our linebackers and the rest of the defense can flow to the ball and we can make plays.
1: How sick and tired of you guys hitting each other?
8: Oh, man. Man, we talk about it in the locker room all the time. We cannot wait to play someone else. We can't wait to go to Pullman and play Washington State. We feel ready. We feel prepared. Um, it's been a good good camp for us to learn. Everyone has been learning. And we got one more week. Next week, we're going to go back to the practice field, back in the film room, and clean up what we need to clean up, take off the rust, and we're ready to go in a few weeks. don't
0: have any knives?
1: Nice. guys <laughs> <Doug's> like, no. <laughs> no knives. <laughs> Just the, like the mom voice, like, no, don't. So, okay, what's with the knife thing really quickly? Oh, he's the professional, like, fire
2: knives dancer guy from Hawaii. Like, he competed professionally. Really?
4: Yeah.
1: Oh, man. like He actually kind of got to say, he's like, oh, yeah, okay. And then Doug's like, no. And he's like, oh, okay. All right, never <laughs> mind. Maybe later, guys. Um, hey, we got a few texts we've got to get through here. Uh, let's see. Did did I hear that Coach Anderson said someone is out for the year, uh, due to an injury?
2: He did.
1: He did. It wasn't Brock Lane, was it? Because he's out for the year, I believe. And if I just said that, I'm going to be in deep crap with (laughs) all of Utah State. He did say
2: it. It was in the post scrimmage uh, audio. We'll find it. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll let you know.
1: Two three oh five got a kick out of your reference on how many running backs Yagi should have. They could have four or five. It doesn't matter as long as they have quality running backs and they can play. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Five three three eight, Eric. Great question here from five three three eight. Uh which of the incoming transfer portal players were most in were the most impressive?
0: Ooh.
2: Uh I gotta think boy, about that one. That's a really good question. Because there's a couple guys that they're making immediate impacts. Um, uh probably the one I would say that has stood out to me the most just in the couple of scrimmages that I've seen and the feedback I'm getting from post-practice is uh, Rice at the linebacker position.
1: Mm. Yeah, I would. Jesus, it's hard to argue any other way, isn't it? I mean, Justin Rice just looks so good in about every facet of the defensive side of the ball. He looks great. Good hands, good aware, good vision. Gets through a gap. Him and Nick Henninger, by the way, I was able to watch them sometimes on the defensive side, of, like sideline. Like Nick would come up to him, and he would about say something, and Justin Rice would say the exact like just say it before Nick could, and they just start communicating back and forth of what they're seeing. I like, dude, that's that's gonna freaking that combo's gonna scare the crap out of some out of some offenses. Those two together, because you want to talk about high IQ and athleticism and physicality, they both have it. And if you put them both on like each end of the line, oh, jeez, watch out! I'm I'm praying for the quarterback. Yeah, uh, I like I like
2: that defensive front. I like that linebacker core. Uh, I really like that secondary. Coach Bonda, he's he's got a good group to work with. And uh, from that right now, that is the strength of Utah State football coming into this 2021 season. The defensive side.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: All right, another quick timeout. Love to continue to get your observations, your questions about the scrimmage and about Utah State football. Uh, We haven't heard from Kyle Van Leeuwen. He had himself a day on Saturday. We'll hear from him coming up next here on the Full Court
3: Press. We all have items in our homes that can be recycled. Old aluminum cans, aluminum siding, car batteries, electrical cords, plumbing fixtures, and dozens of other things. Did you know if Americans recycled just one-tenth of their newspapers, it would save 25 million trees this year. Recycling is easy at Valley Recycling. Take in your metals, even if you're not sure what they are. They'll take what they can and pay you for it. Valley Recycling pays cash for old cars and other scrap metal. That's why they say when you go green, you get green. At Valley Recycling, 140 north 10th west in logan
5: this is ryan at my mattress we all know some of the side effects of not sleeping well or forgetfulness inability to focus bad driving hallucinations now and again does this sound familiar city of lewiston Lewiston, we at My Mattress care about you and your well-being. Prove all the other cities wrong and show them that you do care about better sleep and buy a mattress at My Mattress. If you're sleep-deprived and can't remember where we're located, we're at 981 South Main by the South Walmart. Lewiston, isn't it time to sleep exceptionally?
7: Ascent Aesthetics is quickly becoming the choice of those looking for Botox, fillers, skincare, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical-grade facials, and more. Doctors Blotter, Benyon, and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat have assembled an incredible staff that want to meet and help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. At Ascent Aesthetics, it's always education first. Visit Ascent Aesthetics in their new Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Go to ascentaesthetics.com. That's ascentaesthetics.com for more details.
3: Hey, are you looking for a way to get back to your community? Join the United Way of Cache Valley for the annual Day of Caring, Thursday, September 9th, the Willow Park Pavilion, beginning at 9 a.m. Be a part of the United Way and their commitment to unite the caring power of Cache Valley to better the lives of the individuals in our area. You can make a difference. A Day of Caring with the United Way of Cache Valley, September 9th. Sign up at unitedwayofcachevalley.org or just serve. Northern
0: Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
2: So, because we've been having so much fun just hearing from the coach and the players immediately after the scrimmage from Saturday, we'll push off uh, my interviews with Hunter Reynolds and John Gentry to tomorrow. Yeah,
1: I look forward to hearing from them, though. No. Uh,
2: but one of the guys that did have a day, we've talked about him, we've referenced him multiple times already today, is Kyle Van Leeuwen. And he spoke with the media after the scrimmage, after he had himself a hat trick with three touchdowns. Here's Kyle Van Leeuwen after a really great scrimmage. I think the offense did
4: did pretty good again. I mean, there's still some things we got to work on, some things uh, that we can fine tune, but it helped being able to be in the red zone to be able to actually score some touchdowns like we didn't get the opportunity last week. Um, We just got to get healthy. Just got to fine tune the playbook, all the install, and then come time, it's game prep for Washington State. So I'm excited. We we, we have the potential to be very deadly and very dangerous. We just got to keep on fine tuning and keep on uh, improving day by day, so. Hell, uh, how, so obviously you did a lot of red zone stuff today, which you, you didn't do anything of the last week. How well do you feel you implemented those uh, those schemes today? I think we did um, I think we did really well when we were in the red zone. I mean, there's still some things we can work on, but this whole last week we were able to implement the red zone and be able to, to work on it, so we got lots of practice at it. And in practice, we did it really well when we were practicing. Shout out today, so I think we have some really good redstone plays that can help us get in the end zone. So, your brothers certainly have a great history here.
2: You're the next in line. How's that feel having that family connection? Uh, having uh, them cheer you on or egg you on? I mean,
4: uh, it's awesome. I mean, I love having. I mean, I'm, I love that they played here, and, and then I can continue it. And uh, I mean, you thanks to th- cover them, you just can't do it, <laughs> Coach uh, No, but I love, I love having had my brothers played here. It's been awesome to be able to watch them in the past. I've been in the stadium plenty of times, so it's home. But now it's my turn, and I just got to prove who I am out of my out of my brothers. And we always make the joke, "Who's going to be the best?" So that's what I got to try and do is just be the best and, and continue the legacy.
5: Kyle, okay, you talked about how a lot of the plays were in the red zone, but some of your touchdowns, you didn't need the red zone to do it. How did it feel to get some of those deep bombs and reel them in?
4: Oh, it always feels great to execute. Um, I mean, longer longer plays and the explosive plays like we did today. Um, but at the end of the day, if we can get in the end zone, that's that's what we like. It's, I mean, seven points is better than no points, so whatever I can do and whatever the rest of the team can do to help, uh, help us get in the end zone is what the goal is. Because, I mean, when you score points, you win games. So...
5: Eric Wright had that kind of hurtling
4: ability. I, I, that was something I hadn't seen before. Hey, uh, in I, had, I hadn't either. I mean, I was I was running my route, and then he caught it. I looked back, I was going to go block, and I saw him hurdle and I was just in awe. I was just like, I didn't think he could jump that high. But, I mean, he proved himself today as well, and it's fun playing alongside uh, D. Wright. So, it's awesome.
5: It kind of looked like you threw some ice on your shoulder at the end and kind of said You get in everything, just precautionary? Yeah, just
4: precautionary. I've had some shoulder problems in the past, but... I mean I'll be good. So, just want to make sure I stay healthy and I mean get some feeling
1: back in my fingers, but I'll be fine. So.
2: Anything else
1: for Kyle? Yeah, it's Kyle Van. Uh, he needs Van to stay Nolik. healthy. Kyle Van Lewin. He needs to stay healthy. Has to Eric, you can't have a playmaker like him off the field because it just it it, it he spaces out the field so well because he's such a playmaker. I got to ask you another question. Has Jordan Nathan disappeared? Uh, he, almost completely. But he did get some reps. I did see him on the field. Matt, he got targeted. I, he did yeah, some things I'm late worried. in the scrimmage. I'm worried. He's just like you saw Nathan two years ago. Be one of those guys in the slot that was a target. Very like reliable. Consistent. Oh, absolutely. There. I don't know what's going on, but you just aren't seeing or hearing from him much. And I, and I'm really worried about him. I I hope he stays. Um. I hope he stays uh, just alert and that he's uh, he keeps himself relevant on this offense because he could be great. He's great. He's a veteran. They need him. He's still a playmaker. Yeah. I hope he's healthy. Um, but, look, he was out there. He
2: was making some plays at the uh, at the end of the scrimmage. He had a great play. He got uh, called back because of a penalty and then was targeted again. But, um, you're right, he, he's not being targeted as much as some of these other guys. He's not making plays like some of these other guys are. Um, yeah. But uh, I hope he keeps his uh, nose in there and has those opportunities to to make something happen. Um, coming up tomorrow, we'll hear from John Gentry, one of the uh, four running backs, of Utah State trying to you know make, put their stamp on things offensively with the running game. Yep, and uh, Hunter Reynolds, another one of those transfers. Coming from to Utah State from Michigan. And he could have a big impact too. He really could be a major factor. Another one of those experienced, talented players in the secondary for yep. Utah State. Yeah. So I would agree. Stay stick around. Uh make sure you stay tuned for that. Tomorrow we'll have those interviews. Uh Tuesday we also have the stat that blew our minds or player of the week. Um, but um Ajay, I just kind of the final thoughts. I don't want it to sound like I'm all really down on Utah State with the scrimmage. Uh there were there were concerns, yes. But this was also a team that did have explosive plays. Yes. Uh, There were some great plays with some great touches on passes. Um, There were a few running back plays that they did get loose a little bit. Not really anything big, nothing explosive on the ground. And there were some great pressures uh, on that defensive front. I think it's a great uh, group of linebackers. Metzenheimer's got a lot of experience in the system. He keeps getting better. Rice is a great addition. AJ Vongpachan, man, he was making some great
1: plays and some
2: pressures, uh, some quarterback pressures as well. That's a really good, experienced, and deep secondary for Utah State.
1: Again, secondary is going to have to, there's going to be a lot expected of them. They're going to need to outperform their expectations every single game, Eric. Yeah, no, I agree. So the, the fall camp ends
2: this week. Yep. And then next week, it's It's all all about prep for Washington State. So there are some really big things that still need to be decided and improved uh, in these next few days. Uh, And, uh, man, we're hoping like heck they get it figured out and are ready for the season opener on the road in Pullman. Uh, That's going to do it for us. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.